0: Hey there, Truth Espresso fans and lurkers. This is your host, Daniel Minnick, coming at you with another Monday edition of Truth Espresso. Now, I am going solo for this episode. My wife's not joining me as co host, but not exactly solo because I'm just giving the introduction to an episode that I recorded with a friend. I actually had the opportunity to be a guest on another podcast, and I really enjoy being a guest on another podcast. That is one of those perks of being a podcaster. And so I was a guest on the Basic Bible Podcast with Kevin Thompson. Now, I actually knew of Kevin Thompson from way back in college, and not to date myself, but college was a little... (laughs) A while ago in my lifetime here, and we might have crossed paths sometimes, and he was a chaplain of the collegian at, at college that I was at, and so uh, we both went to the same Christian college And we both remain Christians, and we both found out that we are both podcasters, and so I came across uh, Kevin Thompson uh, hosting the Basic Bible podcast, and he was looking to interview people who were authors, who had written some books, and... I just so happen to have written two books myself, and I haven't really talked about that much on Truth Espresso. I don't know if it's humility or fear or that I'm just not much of a salesperson at this point, but this is the way that I like to talk about my books. And so I offered Kevin free copies of my books, and that was my ticket to being a guest on the Basic Bible podcast. I mailed him a copy of each of the two books that I've written. And so this week and next Monday are going to be the episodes that recorded with Kevin several weeks ago. Now this episode is about the first book that I wrote way back in 2011 called Freedom to Give the Biblical Truth about Tithing. And I haven't mentioned that book much on Truth Espresso, but this was a book that I did that kind of goes against the grain of conventional thinking or what you might have heard a lot preached from the pulpits on the topic of tithing. So, my book, Freedom to Give, from 2011, takes the position, after examining all the verses in the Bible about tithing, and comes to the conclusion that tithing, per se, as it is defined and commanded in the Bible, does not apply to the Christian church. It's not applicable in the age of the gospel, the church age. Now, that is not to say that I'm acting like some renegade who doesn't want to give to the church, because the book does argue that Christians should give to the church, should give to the work of the ministry, and should even pay for salaries of ministers who preach the word and doctrine. And so, the book does talk about generous giving, but going through the Bible technically and understanding really what the Bible taught Talks about when it mentions tithing, the book takes a position that tithing never had to do with people's earned income. It have never had to do with what a laborer earns hourly or as a salary from an employer. Like no one who labored for a landowner had to tithe of the money that he earned, and so on. So yeah, there's a lot more to the topic of tithing than I'll than I could talk about here, or that I talk about about in this episode, as I will present to you the episode that Kevin and I did together as I was a guest on the Basic Bible podcast to talk about freedom to give. We barely scratched the surface of my book because my book is very much a Bible study, almost like a reference manual. It is over 140,000 words, over 500 printed pages. So, it is an exhaustive study of the topic of tithing. And so, I hope you enjoy this episode. Without further ado... I bring you my appearance on the Basic Bible Podcast with Kevin Thompson to talk about my book "Freedom to Give: The Biblical Truth About Tithing."
1: All right, hello, and welcome back to the Basic Bible Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Thompson, and today we're going to be talking about a uh, well, I'd like to call it controversial, but I don't think it's too controversial topic, but. It's more of a personal topic, a touchy subject that a lot of people don't like to talk about. So we're going to be talking about money and, in particular, uh, tithing. And uh, before we begin, I want to share just a a quick memory to kind of kick things off. Years ago, I was working for a church out in, I won't say which part of the country, um, so as to keep my identity secret, so to speak. Um, But I was talking with the pastor one day, and he was quite upset about another staff member who he didn't feel like was giving enough to the church. He didn't feel like he was giving a a 10% of his tithe. After all, he was a little down on his luck at that moment. If we can say the word luck, okay, I said luck, I'm sorry, providence, or or however you want to put it. Um, But he was a a little low on cash, and so he wasn't giving probably as much as he would this outraged the pastor because you're supposed to give a tithe and so he was going to at that point begin an all staff audit making sure everybody is giving what they should now at this point this particular pastor and I were already at odds and and I and I knew I'd be leaving soon so I told my wife uh we're going to give to the church I think that's that's right but we're going to start doing it on a cash basis now um this didn't see this. This paranoia didn't seem right, and so eventually, this pastor left. I also left too. But I asked for a giving statement sometime later, and uh, a, as I had moved to a different state and a different ministry, and so they were nice enough to send that to me with a big pamphlet on why the tithe is biblical. Um, I think they were a little upset with me. But we're going to be talking today with Daniel Minnick, who's written a book, uh, Freedom to Give, The Biblical Truth About Tithing. Uh, Daniel, welcome to the Basic Bible Podcast.
0: Well, thank you, uh, Kevin. It is great to be here.
1: All right. And I can get, you know, you and I, this is the first time we've ever actually spoken to each other. We've texted back and forth a little bit on Facebook Messenger. But, man, you have got a, a voice for podcasting.
0: I like to think that I have sometimes I'd say that I have a face for radio or right. and a voice for print, but uh, I'll take your word for it. And, you know, if you know, Andrew Rappaport, uh, the yeah. host of the Christian podcast community, he's also told me likewise. So I'll I'll take whatever compliments in that area I can get.
1: <laughs> yeah. See, I don't have a voice for podcasting, but I do have that, that the face for it as well. So um, but anyway, all right. So let's, let's talk about tithing. Um, you were nice enough to send me this book, and it is a big book. This is over five hundred pages long. <laughs> yes. um, did you just like give up a year of your life to do nothing but writing? Or um, did, did you put the research into this, you put the work into this. This is a pretty impressive book. Uh, I just want to state that from from the outset.
0: Thank you. <laughs> but. Uh, um, actually, when I did write it, I did have more free time than I do right now, because I, I wrote about half of it when I was still single and um, wow. kind of dating my wife. And then the other half of it was when I was had moved up to Colorado after we got married and I was finishing up my uh, online master's degree from the university of Phoenix. And m- my wife was working as a nurse. And so when I was taking classes and then um, during the day when I was not doing class work, then I, you know, sometimes hit Starbucks or borders at the time before it, um, you know, closed and stuff. And then I would, I would just knock out chapters and There's a lot of this that I knew what I wanted to say. It was mostly finding some uh, articles and so on to uh, be support material so that the reader knew I was in good company and so on. But
1: (laughs) Well, that explains why your second book is just over 100 pages.
0: Um, Yes, but I I do plan to write. I do have other books in the works and some of them are going to be a little longer than that. But yes, this freedom (laughs) to give is basically my magnum opus from when I had a little more time to write and stuff.
1: (laughs) Okay, so let's talk about what what, what was the impetus for uh, for writing about tithing? Why was this a passion that you just you felt like you had to put pen to paper?
0: Well, um, the book in the introduction actually does give a little bit of the background to that, but I, uh, you know, actually, you know, when I was in uh, a singles group at um, the college that we went to, um, and the pastor there um who we both know, he managed the singles group. And then, but one time during a spring semester, he uh, was not going to be able to do that, but he designated uh, someone else in the church for singles to meet uh, for singles Bible study. And a few of us uh, started going there. We studied, went through the book of John verse by verse. And then when we're done with that, and the other one was starting up, uh, we thought maybe we can kind of do two Bible studies. So after this uh, study through the book of John, um, we went, we started to go through a study of what is the church. And we all came up with a total of about 100 questions. And one of the questions that I asked, you know, were Trying to figure out, okay, even if we think we know the answer to something we'll just ask the questions, write them down, and then assign various questions for the participants to do their research, you know study the Bibles, do some online studying, and so on, and present their findings and One of my questions is, do we have to tithe and at the time, I had no idea what I was in for; I just assumed the the What most people would believe about this. And at the beginning, I thought to myself it doesn't matter what i find if i have to tithe i will commit to doing that or if i don't have to tithe then i will commit to whatever the truth of that is so i did some research on that and i was very shocked as to what i discovered that the bible really doesn't teach it and what it teaches about tithing is not what we normally hear in church and so i presented that the bible study and eventually it went from there There, I would find myself on some message boards that I would frequent. And when people would bring up the topic of tithing, I'd give my opinion. And a lot of people were not happy that I was telling people they didn't have to tithe. Now, you know, I wasn't discouraging giving to the church or people being misers there, I I did promote faithfully the idea of giving to the church to meet needs and make sure that um, pastors are paid appropriately. But the idea is that the Bible does not teach that there's some kind of specific amount of money that you have to calculate from your paycheck to give to the church kind of as a form of tax. And that's really what the book is about the title freedom to give the biblical truth about tithing. It presents exhaustively the truth from the Bible, what tithing is and what it is not really to uh, encourage you to feel free to give. You can give freely and not under so, the bondage of some kind of religious tax.
1: Right. I, and I don't want to talk about, you, you mentioned, um, you, you're not against giving, obviously, and you're, you're you want to make sure your pastor is paid uh, an appropriate amount. I, don't, I want to talk that uh, about that in a minute because you do cover that in the book, and it's really interesting how you approach that. And I had to really think, uh, kind of wrap my head around there. But let's talk about first the uh, the tithe itself, because you know you would probably like me. You grew up in a church where you were taught that uh, the first ten percent of your income belongs to God and you know you um you know I remember as a kid getting a dollar and so here are 10 dimes and see this first one here this goes in the offering plate on Sunday the rest is yours and so you don't want to rob God right and so it's great that God owns everything and he gives you 90 percent but he's asking 10 for himself and so you know it's kind of a, a legalistic way of approaching it um and and that kind of gets dangerous um, when we actually think about it. So let me ask you this, where did, um, and this is kind of a softball question. Um, <laughs> we talk about the ties. Uh, where do we get that from? I mean, it's obviously it's from the old Testament. Um, but uh, as you talk about in the book, it's not as clear cut as we were led to believe.
0: Uh, yes. Yeah, so, um there are some verses in the Bible that are often Uh, preached when it comes to tithing but the context is never given so you might hear malachi chapter three verses uh eight through ten or eight through twelve so on um that say you know will a man rob god but you have robbed me but you know wherein but you say wherein have we robbed you in tithes and offerings and it um if those are not explained in context we will read assumptions into those verses that a tithe uh, because the word tithe means tenth, that it means a tenth of whatever money you earn, such as your paycheck or allowance in the case of uh, the kids you brought up. And uh, and then offerings are defined as money that you give on top of that. And so uh, we're, we hear the sermons that we're robbing God if we're not paying 10% of what we receive from our labor or allowance, and then we also owe these ambiguous um, offerings of more money on top of that for possibly other functions of the church. And so I it's a matter of right? Yes, tithes and offerings. And they're told that we owe God both by giving that money to the church, uh, calculated out, and so on. But if those terms are not uh, defined in a lot of sermons. And if you actually Read the context, read all the scriptures, do your own Bible study. Of course, read my book, Freedom to Give, that goes through every passage in the Bible about tithes and even offerings to show what was Malachi talking about. You see that it's not talking about different amounts of money from the labor you know that you earn from your labor that you have to calculate and give like a tax.
1: So yeah, it, it, again, the name of the book is Freedom to Give. We want to make sure we'll have the link to that so you can purchase that. So, um, and even in the Old Testament, so we're talking about, um, again, as, as you and I were raised, you give 10% of your income or whatever that is um, to God in, in a financial way. But in the Old Testament, the tithe wasn't just merely a monetary transaction. Um, there was, it, 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 it's much broader than that. Can can you explain that idea?
0: Oh uh, yes. Yeah. So um technically speaking, when it comes to the law of the tithe, and really in most cases where a tithe is mentioned in the Bible, it's not money. It's very specifically not money. Uh, for instance, you know, the first occurrence in the law of tithing is um, Leviticus chapter 27 and verses 30 through 34 that says you will, you shall truly tithe of of what the land produces, you know, the, the crops and the livestock and every 10th animal that passes under the rod, you know, you're not even supposed to check is that 10th one good or bad, you know, if you do that and you try to substitute it, then you got to do both, but the the tithe for the land of Israel, um, if you study it out, the, it was only of crops and livestock, and there's a reason for that because it was from within the borders of the land. Um, people didn't tithe of the fish that they caught in the sea they didn't tithe of anything that they produced f- by their skills say like swords or you know metal work or anything like that it was only what grew from seeds in the land and animals that lived on the land so things that flew in the air things that swam in the sea were not tithe. nor did any um, laborer tithe from the wages that he received for working for a landowner. Only the landowners actually tithed in Israel because because of the promise of being in the land. And when you look at Deuteronomy chapter 12, um, you see that that the Israelites were not even to tithe until they came into the land, until they were safe from their enemies. Then they can tithe, and there would be You know, as we get to the different types of tithes, there would be um, a place that they would bring their tithes. So it was very specific for Israel. When we look at the laws of the tithe, you know, it was never your money earnings. It was always crops and land and livestock from the promised land. So when the Israelites were in captivity, they didn't tithe. There was only when they dwelt in the land (laughs)
1: So they were able to rob God in a foreign place, but just not. (laughs) Tell us, how how does this how does this concept of giving change in the New Testament? Um,
0: Well, in the New Testament, um, the law of Moses uh, as a constitution uh, for the people, you know, Goes away now, when I say that i don 't mean you know the Ten Commandments or uh you know the moral law i mean the 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 ceremonial law, which i I argue that the tithe was part of the civil and ceremonial law and not necessarily the moral law though it reflected the moral law it was uh, as it was applied for giving to the poor or giving to the uh, ministers but uh, in the New Testament, there is no command to tithe for the Christian church. There are plenty of commands to give abundantly and cheerfully, as the Apostle Paul says in 2 Corinthians 9-7, you know, everyone has a purpose in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, which is interesting, but for God loves a cheerful giver. So we are to give cheerfully and abundantly as I argue in the book and we are to give to meet needs. Cause you see that a lot in the new Testament, a lot of the giving was focused on this uh, famine relief that was going on in Judea. And the Paul praised the Macedonians even for giving out of their poverty, but they weren't giving as if it were a tax right. to a religious entity. They were giving out of the abundance of their heart. They were targeting needs. And that's what, giving in Christianity is all about.
1: <laughs> so it's more about meeting needs and ministering to others within our local churches, within our local community, our gathering of believers, more than it is a transaction or a tax, like you said before, you know, here's my exact 10%, like the Pharisees, I'm going to tithe on the, the, the lowest amount of money or whatever, and and that's, that's what I do. So it's more about, this is more ministry-minded than transactional. Yes. <laughs> so um, let's talk about this. Is a, a fascinating concept of the book, and, and honestly, something I, I was not familiar with beforehand. So you got me there. Good job. Um, <laughs> First Timothy chapter five, verses seventeen through eighteen. Let me read this real quick. Let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of a double honor, especially they who labor in the word and doctrine. For the Scripture saith, "Thus, uh, excuse me, thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treadeth out the corn." and the laborer is worthy of his reward. So many have interpreted that as, see, your pastor or your elder uh, who teaches well, who faithfully uh, exposits the word of God, is not just merely worth a salary, but something on top of that as well. He's worthy of a double honor. Now, you you have a different take on this, and, and I was not familiar with this, but you make your case brilliantly in the book. So Tell us about uh, how, how you'd interpret that um, differently from what I just said.
0: Oh, yes. I, I definitely have seen that argued that, you know, the double honor means even like calculate the average income of the congregation, double that, and that's what you pay the senior pastor and so on. But uh, I make the case in the book, because there, there are others that, you know, even, you uh, Uh, Dr. Russell Earl Kelly that I saw, you know, he'll try to uh, interpret the honor there as kind of like a you know, good job for, and stuff like that. And I understand comparing it to um making sure to honor the widows who are widows indeed. And so on that is, this is talking about meeting material needs, but I want to bring the perspective there that we can't read anachronistically into these passages, the way we have churches set up today with how churches were at this time, because I don't really believe that there were, you know, elders, pastors who their vocation at this time in the early church was that of solely being an elder or a pastor. And so um, by double honor, where the passage says count them worthy to receive a second or double honor, that the idea is to say that, you know, to understand with the assumption that everyone there works, everyone and There's uh, churches had multiple elders there. So here are the elders, plural, that uh, labor in the word and doctrine, since they're putting all this time into it for your souls, count them worthy to pay them for that service. And. And that ministry. And so, what does it mean by double honor? Well, I think it's saying count them worthy of receiving a second honor because you know they already see received their first like you do from working their job, but count them worthy of a second honor because you don't muzzle the ox. And and so what I think is it's kind of strange to interpret is like they need to receive double pay as the typical person made because anything less. Than that is muzzling an ox, like that doesn't make sense to me. But he's saying, actually, pay them because they're putting all this time and study and labor into the word and doctrine. That amounts to a second honor if you pay them for that uh, on top of the first honor that they receive from the work that they already do. In addition to the ministry of the church,
1: and right? And that just makes sense to me as I'm reading through this. You know, we, yeah, you know, I always tell my Bible students. The Bible is not written to you, but for you. <laughs> yes. And so you have to look at this through the lens of the original audience. What would make sense to the people that uh, Paul is writing to? And, you know, at this point in, in, in church history, even Paul himself had a job he had to fall back on um, because these weren't exactly like, you know, a whole lot of rich people meeting together every Sunday. Um, and, you know, when you're running away from persecution Oftentimes, these guys, you know, would lose their jobs and whatnot. Um, there was no full-time vocational pastor, as we're thinking. Um, these are people who were, had to be, in our, in our terms today, vocational. And I think it, that's really important because uh, I think we're heading kind of almost back in that direction at some point. As um, And I, I'm not, I don't want to get into eschatology or anything like that. Um, but I think, you know, uh, as time moves forward, we may be looking at more pastors going into bivocational ministry and I can see the temptation of a church saying, well, you know, and I, I've been bivocational, I've worked for bivocational pastors and I can see the temptation of the church. And well, look, he's got a pretty decent salary. He works a decent job. Well, he doesn't need anything from us. Discounting all of the work he puts in, um, which is a huge amount of work. Uh, every Bible vocational pastor is, is, you know, burning the candle at both ends. So they, they need uh, it, it. That recognition is proper and honoring. Yes. <laughs> so uh, we are running out of time already, and you know we haven't even touched um, the surface of your book. And so we want to recommend this. So we, every every week we, we have a recommended resource. Of course, it's going to be uh, "Freedom to Give: The Biblical Truth About Tithing" uh, by Daniel Minick. But Daniel, you've also got, um, we'll talk about another book that you, you've written as well at, at another day, actually next week. Uh, but you've got a ton of resources online. So tell us a little bit about your website, Truth Hub.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. So truthhub.org is my kind of fledgling uh, apologetics website. Um, most of the topics I've uh, talked about there are on um, defending the Trinity, the deity of Christ, the incarnation. And so I've, I've, and actually I started that as a as it uh after I finished my book Freedom to Give there is a distant relative who held to an Aryan Christology and at the book signing for Freedom to Give that I did he came because he was going to publish a book too and Half the book signing I spent um, debating the Trinity with him, the deity of Christ. And so after that, uh, I figured, okay, tithing can't really just be my focus here. I jumped right into um, studying and teaching on the Trinity, the deity of Christ, and um, substitutionary atonement. And so I did a Bible study on the Trinity with my family for a few months and started writing blog posts. And in response, And so Truth Hub uh, mostly is that, although they sell my books there too, Freedom to Give and my other book. And yeah, that's how my website got started, actually from this book that we're talking about.
1: (laughs) All right. So we're going to recommend that. We're going to have to link that on our website. And make sure you check that out, because when you do, Daniel's going to give you a free ebook. I just signed up for that. That that was the, the great surprise of my day. Free books are my love language. So thank
0: you. <laughs> and you got it. It worked correctly, right?
1: <laughs> I, I hope so. I haven't gotten okay. it yet, but um, I'm sure uh, it will be coming.
0: Hmm, it should. Happen. I've heard had someone say that they didn't uh, get it. So I'm, I'll have to figure uh, out what's wrong. I can email it to you then. <laughs>
1: okay. So you check out our website, at www.basicbiblepodcast.org, or we'll have all that information for you and much more. Also, check us out on Twitter and Instagram at, at BasicBibleCast. And then, of course, join the Facebook group. Uh, you'll check out Ray's Ramblings as he's going through uh, right now the book of Hebrews. Uh, you won't want to miss out on that. So uh, stick around. Daniel's going to be back with us um, next week talking about another great book. So join us back then. Have a good rest of your week.
0: Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Truth Espresso and my appearance on the Basic Bible Podcast with Kevin Thompson. If you're curious about my book, Freedom to Give, and I think Kevin did an excellent job interviewing me, asking some really good questions, and I hope that I gave some good answers that might spark your curiosity. And so, You know, I definitely would appreciate it if you would like to buy a copy of Freedom to Give the Biblical Truth about Tithing. You can find that on Amazon.com. I will provide a link to my book in the show notes for this episode so that you can get a copy for yourself. And now, next Monday, I will air another episode. So, we did two back-to-back episodes, and next week... I was a guest on the Basic Bible Podcast to talk about the book that I recently co-authored with my brother John about his encounter with Jehovah's Witnesses, and the book is our conversation about that. And so stay tuned for the next episode of Truth Espresso and the next episode next Monday as I present to you my interview with Kevin Thompson on the Basic Bible podcast talking about When the Watchtower knocks discussing an encounter with Jehovah's Witnesses.